Dominic Lawton can be wild. Welcome to the Bad Movie Cult. Today we're actually going to be covering one of the sound bites, which is on our trailer when we very first uh, when we first released this podcast. It's 1981's burial ground nights of terror nights of terror nights of terror indeed yes what did you think to uh, after watching this again after so long uh love it it's fantastic i watched it vhs uh watched it dvd i lent it to somebody never got it back and uh bought the blu-ray yeah, I saw the Blu-ray. Looks great. That yeah. Does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought because I tried to watch it on YouTube because I know it's available on YouTube, but it uh, it was pretty shit. Yeah. So I thought if I am going to watch it again, so yeah, bought the Blu-ray. So as we said, released in 1981, it's director Andrea Bianchi uh, and starring Mariangela Giordano. Yeah, she's not even on the like credits as starring. She's a she gets an and as, as Evelyn. Which is weird because she's like she's the one of the most I was gonna say the most memorable character, but she, she's the mother of the most memorable character. <laughs> she's definitely the most famous <laughs> actor going into it. Yeah, I, I think so, and uh, I obviously fancy her and have done since I first saw the film. Uh, this took four weeks to shoot. It was shot at the Villa Parisi, twelve miles from Rome, and it's an amazing location they're shooting at. The mansion they shoot from. It got a limited release in the USA. 1985 it was released. It grossed $542,000. And it was released on VHS in 1986 here in the UK as Night of Terror. And it had 13 minutes cut by the BBFC and its distributor. <laughs> I wonder what they were. <laughs> it was re-released in 2002, fully uncut, as The Zombie Dead. Yeah, yeah, it goes by many names. Someone else who goes by many names is Alan Moore, the comic book writer, who I believe is the archaeologist here. He's uh, he's digging away. Finds himself some sort of stone tablet, takes it back with him, has a look of amazement on his face when he views is this, it. Is this the stone tablet that looks like just some kids drawn on it? It looks like a kid's like made a sandcastle man or something. Yeah. yeah, it's just rubbish. Whatever yeah. it is. Yeah, and uh, he's he's in his office. He's absolutely astounded by what he's seeing, and decides to head straight back to the <laughs> straight back to the dig site. Yeah. Only I know the secret. Yeah, he says out loud to himself, <laughs> which ensures he still is the only one who knows. I'm the only one who knows the secret. It's incredible. Incredible. Yet it's true. It must be. Yeah. Uh, he's back down to the, I don't know, are they catacombs or some sort of crypt? I don't, or don't know. This, this is one, though. This, this bit, right at the beginning, is one of the best examples of the Italian zombie film, or horror film in general, where it's just somebody walking in silence. And yeah. it's an extended shot of nothing happening whatsoever with mm. no music. It's, it's just a man walking. Yeah, he walks, Brilliant. Up, he walks around the side of yeah. the mansion for ages, doesn't he? <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> I like his... Um, I don't know, do you reckon he's an actual archaeologist? Because there looks to be some very, very old like um, coffin or something, and he just starts smashing at it with a hammer. Yeah, he just starts hitting things, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. And as he's smashing through it, there's a grave that starts opening. And he turns to see a, a zombie who I think 
looks like um, Jason from Friday the 13th Part 7, The New Blood. Yeah. The one where the mask breaks off half yeah, of oh, his yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. He looks like that. And he says, No, no, stand back. I'm your friend. No, no. <laughs> I'm your friend, yeah. <laughs> it usually works on zombies as well. Yeah. One shows up behind him. I mean, that is throughout this whole film. It's one zombie at the front. You stumble backwards, and then one at the back is the one that gets you. Yeah, always, always get taken from behind <laughs> in this film. And that's it. And that's the end of the archae- the beardy archaeologist. Yeah, he's got a great, great beard, by the way. Yeah. yeah. And we get the credits. Yeah, with uh, some upbeat jazz. <laughs> some ridiculous jazz, in fact. I think this has got some of the best looking zombies. Not all of them, some of them. Are what you not mean great. you mean more attractive? <laughs> no, what I mean to say is that the, the makeup is very, very good. Uh, I mean in the background obviously they are not, but anything that's got a close up. <laughs> uh, also the gore I think is pretty good in this as well. Again, not all of it, but some of it. <laughs> I'm just a big fan of the whole <laughs> shit fest that this is. <laughs> this is just ridiculous. Really do. It made me laugh first time it's made me laugh the second time and every time i've watched this it just makes me laugh we have uh, we've got three cars and they're they're driving through the opening credit sequence um and as i say i, I did make a note of and with mariangela giordano as evelyn yeah i was waiting for her to turn up in the credits yeah uh, yeah i don't know why she's got that end credit but uh still it's no, no argument, really. No. As long as she's in it. Uh, she's uh, berating her husband. I don't know if it's a husband or a boyfriend, but she's berating him for not having the gates open already as they arrive. Yeah, it's bloody George. Yeah, I mean, he doesn't like telephones, George. He says this straight off the bat. You know, he doesn't trust them. He doesn't like them. It's irrelevant in in, in the end of everything. <laughs> it doesn't matter if he doesn't like telephones. Yeah, but it, it's it's just a way of saying, by the way, this is why we're not calling anyone, <laughs> because we don't like telephones here. Uh, this is We get our first look at their son here. Just in <laughs> the back there. He's in the back. He's in the back seat. I mean, yeah, this looks like a <laughs> goblin in a sweatshirt just in the back seat there. Oh, I'm laughing already. <laughs> That ladies, this, yeah, go on, go on, give me, give me a full introduction. That, ladies and gentlemen, is Peter Bark. He's supposed to be playing a child of about maybe ten, maybe. <laughs> Not sure. Yeah, he's actually a twenty-five-year-old man playing a, a child, a bad wig. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's a wig. Really? No, I think that's him. Jesus Christ! Yeah, I think that's him. I could also say he's, he's wearing a mask. But he's not. I think that's him. I think (laughs) everything about him is him. Yeah. (laughs) But they have him in there to uh, circumvent Italian laws restricting the use of children in film scenes featuring sexual and violent contact. (laughs) More on that later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Which is a wise decision, as this features both. (laughs) Uh, We we meet the maid and the butler. They're uh, looking after the place while the master's away. Yeah, and uh, they get bollocked as well, just for not answering the door immediately. <laughs> like they, you know, like in other films where you ring the bell and the butler is just stood by the door waiting for someone to ring the bell. No, <laughs> apparently they've actually been doing other things. Yeah, not sure what. But, yeah, uh, we've got uh, we've got Kathleen, who's the maid, and we've got Nicholas, who's the butler. Mm. And uh, and I, I don't know. I've noticed that in, all the way through this film, they stay in exact that uh, that character. Mm. 
even though you know things happen, people are getting killed, they still remain servants. <laughs> even though you probably think, I don't know, maybe I'll look after myself for a bit. Yeah, there's a scene where um, one of the, the the guests demands her, well, that she's just serving out drinks after someone's just been horrifically killed by a zombie, the maid. <laughs> and then one of the characters orders her to go shut the windows yeah, or something. Yeah. I'd be like, just walk off on your own, please, <laughs> for a good length of time. <laughs> and uh, it turns out that this is the same place that the the archaeologist um, yeah, is pro- staying. Professor Ayres. Professor Ayres. Yeah, yeah. They ask, where, where is he? Where is he? Don't know. Yeah, <laughs> that's the answer. We don't know. So, I mean, there's not much in, by way of plot in this film. What I can guess from it is that Professor Ayres is there on behalf of George to... Um, Just look at smash bits of rock. Yeah, to look at some sort of... Kids' drawings on stones. Yeah, to look at some sort of gravesite on his grounds of his uh, mansion. Yeah, they also get told to go make dinner. And move the cars. So, well, why have you parked there if you want them moved? Why don't you just park somewhere else? <laughs> that gets me in films. Yeah. They always park a, a distance from where they need to be. Pisses me off. <laughs> you have a look. No, you have a look. Next next time somebody parks somewhere, there's room for them to be nearer where they're going, but they don't. Have that. Have that. <laughs> have that, Hollywood. <laughs> Not that this is Hollywood, obviously. We, we, we see them settling into their rooms. Um, Evelyn checks on her son. We get the infamous shot of Peter Bark opening his eyes here. He's, yeah, we all think he's asleep because it's it looks it's, so comfortable. It's such well acted sleep, <laughs> but it turns out after a ridiculously forceful zoom in, into his face, he's not asleep. No. He opens his eyes and they're massive. <laughs> he looks to be uh, sitting almost upright in bed. <laughs> the, the covers pulled right up to the his oh, neck. in the film Shark in Venice. Uh, Stephen Baldwin is in hospital and. Uh, he looks equally ill at ease in a hospital bed. <laughs> he's almost sat like folded in half, <laughs> and, and he's also wearing a uh, a beautiful uh, turtleneck for oh. most of the film. Which, yeah, it's, it's an unknown connection. I perhaps think, I think everyone has to wear one if you're in Italy. Of you know, everyone's yeah. got to wear a turtleneck. Yeah, that's that's a, a recommended film, by the way. Shark in Venice. Shark in Venice. It's, Awful, <laughs> but funny. We well, yeah, <laughs> like the next line is uh, may I ask what you're doing, you nut? Huh? You mean you don't like it? <laughs> no, I didn't say that at all, did I? Where did you find that stuff anyway? Next door in a big trunk. I wonder how long it's been there. <laughs> the the dubbing in this film is almost its own character, almost like totally adds to the the dubbing is really bad in this film. Yes, and it's brilliant. It's it's bas- it's James who's saying that his name is James and he's got a girlfriend called Leslie. That's right, and she's doing a sexy dance. That's for right, him. and we get to see some buttocks. James asks, "Where did you find that stuff anyway?" So, if you're assuming that she was dancing in her own underwear, you'd be very much mistaken. No, no, of course. What she's done is she's found them in a large trunk next <laughs> next door. <laughs> I wonder how long they've been there. That's what she says. Yeah. I wonder but, how long they've been here. Yeah. Still, I'm wearing them. <laughs> That's what I often do. Yeah. If I if I was to stay at someone else's house, I'd be wearing their pants in like that straight away. As soon as I get into the room. I'm looking through their drawer and uh, just putting on their underwear <laughs> and then dancing about. That's probably why you don't get invited places. Yeah, I've not been anywhere for a while. I like his response. She says, do you not like it? And he says, <laughs> didn't you like my little show? You look just like a little whore, but I like that look on you. 
<laughs> Classic line. I don't, know nice. I don't know whose underwear they are. I don't, you know. Maybe it's the archaeologist. Well, that's what they suggest. They actually suggest it might be his. We don't know what he gets up to. Yeah. <laughs> then all of a sudden, as is the case in most of these kind of um, Italian horrors, everyone starts having sex. Yeah, and quite right too. Yeah, including Evelyn with her husband, George. Yeah, which is a bit... Yeah. Yeah, he looks a lot older, doesn't he, yeah, George? I, I didn't really like that. I felt sorry for her. <laughs> she deserves better than George. Yeah, she doesn't get much better. <laughs> do, you know, she? do you know I've only seen her in two films this one and Patrick still lives <laughs> and oddly this one she gets better treated than in, the, in that one <laughs> that really is a, a film <laughs> yeah that'll be Jesus that will be getting covered on yeah, this podcast I can't, I can't wait to see if that's on Blu-ray I've only, I think I've only got that on region one I'm not even sure that will uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not even sure if I'll be able to watch that again. Uh, all, of a sudden, uh, all of a sudden, the door slams open. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I really flies open. Yeah, yeah it, it's quite a, like a slam of a door opening. Yeah, but it's, and uh, there's nothing there. Yeah, it's, it's Evelyn's room, and Evelyn and George both look over, terrified, and we see a shadow. We hear footsteps. It's getting closer, but very, very slowly. Very slowly. It's kind of like a Scooby Doo effect. Yeah, is it a zombie can? Well, that's what we're thinking. We're thinking, what could this be? And uh, our worst it, it, nightmare. It's worse than we could possibly have thought. <laughs> <laughs> it's Peter Bark, <laughs> who, who after like sneaking up, I don't know how he opened the door when he was miles, was like about about twenty feet away from the actual door itself. But the door's opened, and then after about two minutes, he turns up and just steps in front of the door. Yeah, dressed dressed like his dad George. He's got a <laughs> he's got a very tight turtleneck and very high waisted jeans, which is weird for bed. <laughs> I mean, maybe he found them in a trunk next door and <laughs> just put them on. <laughs> no, it, it is weird, but um, they were they were Leslie's clothes. That was, uh, <laughs> that's where we get his uh, <laughs> almost a catchphrase of "Mama." <laughs> I, I love it when he says "Mama." <laughs> it's not his voice, obviously. <laughs> I don't even know. It's not even a real kid's voice. That's, that's the what thing. I was, that's they, what I was about they, to say. Yeah, they haven't even dubbed a kid's voice onto him. They've dubbed a grown man speaking in a high voice. <laughs> it's, it's incredible. Yeah. I, I love I love him. <laughs> I love Michael. <laughs> Fantastic. Michael. Uh, Mama. She, <laughs> she gets up fully nude to go yeah, grab yeah. a robe and hide her body. Yeah, which is weird because she was in bed and he couldn't see anything. Yeah. But uh, she, she shows him everything just in case. Yeah, just stands up, walks across the room. And then tells him to get the hell out of there. Yeah. Michael! What are you doing here? Go back to your room this instant. Which I don't know if he does. I think we just cut that scene straight onto a blonde. Yeah, a hysterical blonde who remains that way for the whole film. Yeah, even before anything's happened whatsoever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, she 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 maintains the same level of oh my god, something's gonna go wrong, something's gonna happen, I can feel it. Oh no. Yeah. You just think, shut up. Yeah, there's there's three couples in this. Her name is Janet, and her, her boyfriend or husband is called Mark. I really like the dynamic of their relationship, because she says to him, I've had a bad dream about this place. We need to leave right now. And his response is, calm down. You're just going to appear foolish to everyone. Yeah, you idiot. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, Mark, something awful's going to happen. We, we've got to warn the others. Hurry. Calm down, honey. No, really, I mean it. We've got to get out of here, please. 
That's enough, Janet. Mark, please listen. I know what I'm saying. Look, calm down. You're just going to appear foolish to everyone. <laughs> Come on. What are you going to tell the others? That you dreamt about the big bad wolf? <laughs> huh? And besides, why are you so scared? You're with me. I like this scene now. We've got breakfast at the villa here. <laughs> yeah. It's our first real chance to hear Michael talk. We've wasted the whole morning inside the house. Why did we come to the country anyway? To twiddle our thumbs cooped up in a mausoleum? Don't worry, darling. We'll be going outside soon. Hi, everybody. Hi. 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 Hi, you two. Talk about slug events. You two have any idea what time it is? We don't know. And guess what? You don't care. <laughs> Where's Professor Ayers? Anybody seen him yet? They're all asking where Professor Ayers is, and I like George, because he says... Well, he's the strange type. I guess all scientists are, and that's it. Yeah, that's enough. It is. It's a sweeping statement about scientists. Yeah, there's some backstory bullshit as well about you know why he's there digging and stuff. I didn't really listen to he's, it. He's uh, studying the Etruscan practices of the dead, <laughs> of course. <laughs> I actually wrote Ken will have probably written down yeah. what he said. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, Janet, of course, is uh, she's still banging on about how she's frightened of dead things. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I suppose it's fair enough. They all split up now. They all decide they're all going to split up and do their own thing. So ja- <laughs> <laughs> it's it's weird. I, I think is it is it James who who says uh, it's a beautiful day. I've got time. I'll go outside and write my letter. Yes, he yeah. does say what that. The hell's he talking about? <laughs> <laughs> it seems like he's constantly trying to get away from Leslie through the whole yeah, film, and, James, and just to write a letter. <laughs> we don't know who to. We don't know what it's about. But that's what he's there for. Yeah, he, he's gone on holiday specifically to write a letter, <laughs> which is odd. <laughs> and Leslie's like, uh, Leslie's like, um, I know you said Wesley Snipes. Then <laughs> Leslie <laughs> is like, Leslie's like Wesley Snipes. <laughs> <laughs> so can I come with you? And he's like, Yes, of course you can. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'd have liked it if he said no. Yeah, I think no, he I, wanted I, to. No, I'm going to write a letter. Yeah, I don't need your distractions. You can't have two people writing one letter. That's madness. <laughs> Yeah, he uh, he whisked Janet away because she's obviously just a hysterical woman. So he whisks her away to take some photographs. Yeah. And then George uh, wants to show Evelyn the what they found at the dig site. Yeah. And uh, we leave Michael. He's scowling yet again. He just looks furious. Yeah. But, but comedy furious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, his face just lends itself to humour, whether or not it's supposed to... We've got more zombies walking around before we head back to uh, James and Leslie. Um, I think James is writing his letter at this point, isn't he? Well, yeah, if you get the zombies wandering around like this, it's just very, very frightening, of course. Um, but then we get some more jazz, so uh, it's not that frightening after all. Some some jazz as we uh, we have a look. Couples running, running in the garden. Yeah. Um, some photographs being taken, um, which, are, which are funny. Janet's being photographed. Janet's trying to be sexy, isn't she, yeah. around like a, a potted plant and things yeah. like that. She, yeah. she ends up just falling. Randomly. Yeah, she just tumbles down. Instead of helping her, Mark just takes more photos. He's like, no, no, stay where you are. Try one there, huh? Okay. Good. Ah! Hold it right where you are. Don't move. Hold it. Good. Nothing broken, is there? It's strange. It's almost as though the ground had disappeared from under my feet. But I don't feel any holes in the turf around here. You're turning into a great little model. Then I deserve a raise in pay. You're getting a raise from me, all right, but it has nothing to do with money. (laughs) (laughs) Great great banter between the two. I like... um, The next one is is Kathleen and Nicholas watching the lights go on and off. (laughs) 
I like how <laughs> Kathleen is uh, is in total horror at this, yeah. and Nicholas is totally baffled by. Yeah, he can't the two. understand what the hell's going <laughs> yeah. on. In fact, <laughs> in fact, I believe the dubbing is, "Hey, what's going on here?" <laughs> hey, what's going on here? Yeah, I was, I was actually thinking. Imagine you're the butler in this stately home, and you've got to wait on these load of bastards. Going through the clothes and... Looking like whores. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Writing letters. Yeah. Taking photographs of people when they fall over. Yeah. And now the lights are slightly flickering. Yeah. Yeah. It's baffling. Absolutely yeah. baffling. And um, the, <laughs> the way they're baffled is that you get just full-on headshots of them both looking from side to side <laughs> as the lights flash uh, <laughs> until one of them finally explodes. <laughs> not, not the not the staff. The, uh, the, <laughs> the light bulbs. Yeah, start exploding. Terrifying. Yeah, yeah there's some, some more sex for everyone. Yeah, yeah, he's out there writing his letter. His, uh, whatever his name is. James. James. James is writing his letter. Is it Leslie? Leslie. Yeah, Leslie that goes over and says, stop writing your letter, you dick. Yeah, look at me, not yeah. the letter. Yeah, so he says, okay, then let's have sex. Yeah. So they do. I, uh, like, how, I like how they're having sex and um, Mark and Janet are having sex. Evelyn and George are firing weapons. Yeah, just firing a gun <laughs> <laughs> for some reason. Into a room full of uh, precious artifacts. Yeah, we're not sure why. And and her son just walking about as well, and they're just firing a gun into in a room. Yeah. Mama. <laughs> <laughs> George, he starts kissing. He starts kissing his missus, and, um, and Michael um, cock blocks him. I know, I just can't. You'll learn sooner or later. I fear, darling, that you married a completely hopeless case. Mm, there are plenty of things you're brilliant at. Mm. Mama. What is it, Michael? What's the matter, darling? Oh, don't look so unhappy. Yeah. Shouts her name and runs over to her. And then just stares George down mm. until George walks off. Like, freak. which would have been a nice bit of dubbing and then he starts like kissing his mom's hand i love how oblivious everyone is to this this man yeah (laughs) it's 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 unnecessary and she's always there just like oh michael just like ruffles his hair or whatever even though he's like yeah told you it's real hair can't ruffle a wig (laughs) there's the quote for (laughs) that mama we get a good uh, maggot zombie in our rising from the floor with Janet and Mark, he comes out the floor. He's got maggots attached to his face. Not an actual ma- zombie maggot. That could be the no. film pitch. <laughs> oh, that would be good. <laughs> I've seen Mongolian Deathworm. That's a film. Is it? Yeah, that's not very good. Yeah, they're, they're falling around, and the zombie grabs his foot, and uh, the dub in here is brilliant. Oh God! Oh. Mark, what is it? I don't know. Oh God, it's horrible. Oh. Whatever it is. It's not human. It's a walking corpse. Oh, <laughs> Are you sure about that, Mark? Are you sure it's not human? Yeah, it's it's both. Yeah. It's both not human and a walking corpse. And then I'll just point out the music in this as well is absolutely ridiculous at this point. I, I've written down it. Fair, it it reminded it? me of like a silent movie battle scene. <laughs> it's It's just totally frenetic music to nothing happening at all. Just things walking really slowly at them, but the music's fantastic. I think I think if this happened, you'd either attack it or you'd run away. But they're standing there giving us a commentary, which is very prevalent in this film. Yeah, it, uh, I'm terrified, Mark. 
Yeah. That's, that's what she says. She explains how she's feeling. And he says, come yeah. on, let's get out of here. Now. Pa- yeah, pauses <laughs> right now. Yeah. As if uh, she she was there thinking, well, when? Yeah. <laughs> when should we get out of here? I've expressed my terror. When are we getting out of here? Come on, let's get out of here. Tomorrow. I'm terrified, Mark. <laughs> come on. Let's get out of here. Now. Come on. Another one attacks them from behind. It's the flanking, you know, move that they like yeah, to do. And yeah, uh, they're organised, if nothing else. They end up running away. Mama. Uh, we get the this cloth smells of death. Uh, yeah, it's, I, a, it's a great line. Yeah, I looked up um, reviews for this because at the end, you know, I like to see, you know, what you guys think on Reddit and so on. Every single one pretty much has got this cloth smells of death written as its headline or it's in the, the comment that they've made. And uh, well, you, You've no idea how many cloths he's smelt yeah. <laughs> of death. I think this would look nice in the mantelpiece. But it belongs to the professor. Well, he did find it on our property, darling. After all, scientists should be a bummer. Mama. Yes, darling, what is it? Mother, this cloth smells of death. Why, it's nothing but an old rag, Michael. You get the strangest ideas in that young head of yours, don't you? You come up with a new one every hour. <laughs> <laughs> yes, just reminding us that he's not an adult. And literally as soon as she said, young head of yours, she screams. And you, like nothing's happened in the scene. <laughs> There's just a scream that's been dubbed in. Michael shouts, Mama! And uh, a zombie <laughs> just walks into, the, <laughs> just walks in through the door. <laughs> I, I actually wrote down what George is wearing in this scene. Oh, I love it. I love it. I've written it, yeah. <laughs> George is wearing a very tight red turtleneck. It is the tightest turtleneck <laughs> you will ever see on a man. A, a very thin chain around his, around on the outside of his turtleneck, obviously. And uh, really high trousers. Yeah. And he's got and that gun is now in his belt. George! Mama! Who are you? What are you here for? What for? Yeah, again, they're just having full conversations with these people instead of running or attacking them. But thankfully, as, as we mentioned, he has got a gun. Don't move! Back or I'll shoot! Back, I need it! I'll shoot! Stop there! George, look out! I told you to stay back! No! And he does use it. There's, we got a lot of slow-mo bullet holes. Yeah. There's a lot of actually slow-mo, isn't there? They've yes. obviously done it on a, on a black background yeah, soundstage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's got nothing behind them at all, has it? And just, just keep shooting them in the torso. Um, <laughs> it's like paint. And this out of them. This is like different coloured paint, yeah. like, like green paint. Yeah, this room, Ken, is massive. And how the hell does he manage to get himself cornered in this room? Well, he, he does shout, go away, and they don't. So, yeah. you know, I mean, he tried. <laughs> if they'd have listened to him, he'd have been fine. Yeah. But, they, uh, but then again, they didn't listen when the professor said he was their friend. Yeah. So he, what, what chance have they got? I don't think I'd listen if he said that he was my friend either, to be honest. No, it'd be weird, wouldn't it? Because yeah. he, he didn't look like he'd be trusted. Um, George is ripped apart by these zombies. Yeah, his, his entrails are out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know. Poor old George. It's a nice top, and I think they've ruined that. Yeah. At least yeah. it's the same colour, though, as the blood. So. Yeah, but, you know. No, Michael, run! We get James and Leslie. They're, they're in the flower bed. Uh, they're kissing, and we start seeing the dirt of the flower bed is being disturbed behind them. And a corpse rises from it. Very, very slowly. Is this some kind of joke, says James. Yeah, James, look. They both sit and stare at it for so long. 
Yeah, and it's a it's like a bug eyed zombie yeah. as well, isn't it? So it's like got an eye on the on the like front of the makeup, which <laughs> which makes it look quite funny. Yeah, they first notice it when its head's poking out, and by the time they actually do anything, it's fully out of the ground, and it yeah. takes a long time to get out of the ground. They're coming towards us. Yeah, which uh, is explained to us in case we weren't aware. Yeah, they they start to run and Leslie falls and is just like a dead fish when she falls over. George is trying to get her up and she's just screaming, making no attempt to get up on her own. I, I'd have probably left her to be honest. Then about you, I'd have thrown her to them. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have tripped her up myself. I'd have done that trailing leg. Yeah, just, like, just clip it. Like the pause there, because I was thinking you were going to say like a plan of how to get her up. You just said I'm just going to throw her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Mark and Janet, they're running. Mark's, um, he's got a touch of the Seagal about him when he's run, Mark. Very sort of limp-handed. Um, I've not noticed head, Mark running at all. Head down, yeah. I, I always, every time I saw him run, I thought of Seagal. I want to take you to the bank. And as I run away, Janet, she gets her foot caught in a bear trap. Yeah, typical Janet. Yeah. Mark is absolutely pathetic here. Well, I, I mean, maybe he's wondering what the bloody hell's that bear trap doing <laughs> on the grounds. But he, he can't open the trap. He spends most of his time looking at the zombies and he's easily disarmed of the only weapon he could find. <laughs> we get clo- close-ups all round of just fear and a little bit of pain and then some zombie close-ups. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, he, he grabs a large like garden fork, which is useless, really. Yeah. But it, it's good because you get like a zombie uh, point of view on this one. So you get the POV of the zombie coming towards him with the fork being brandished right at the camera. Almost like they would have contemplated 3D, which would have been great if they had. Yeah. <laughs> imagine that last scene in 3D. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do imagine it in 3D. <laughs> I like how he waits for the zombie to get to him and choke him before he reacts. He's just yeah. standing there watching Yeah, him. I've written Mark is pretty useless uh, as he starts to be strangled uh, by bug-eyed Pete, <laughs> which is what I've affectionately known the zombie as. <laughs> Thankfully, Leslie and James. I think James is the most like non-idiotic of the of the group. He's yeah, the most proactive. Yeah. I mean, obviously, we we never know about George how how good he would have been. Maybe yeah. he doesn't like phones. Uh, yeah. He's got a, a, an attractive wife. He's got a, a adult for a small son. Yeah, and he somehow <laughs> managed to fit into that turtleneck. Yeah. Boggles the mind, unless it was painted on. Unless he found that in a trunk next door. (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't his, or it was Michael's. (laughs) Yeah, they they actually, there's a good good, uh, little bit of effects here where they cave the head in with rocks. Yeah, yeah, so James turns them and just smashes the zombie's head in with the rock. Here, give her to me. What are they? What's happening here? This must be what the professor was trying to tell us. I dreamed all about this. I knew something awful was going to happen. We're going to be all right, Janet. We've got to get to the cars. We've got to go, please. From from now until the end of the film, Janet will not shut up about this fucking injury she has. Yeah. And it's not like, you know, with bear traps, you're not getting the injury that Janet gets. Janet gets some light bruising. Yeah, she, yeah, she said it's bruised, but uh, you'll be okay. Yeah. So there's no <laughs> nothing broken. I'm not sure how that would have stopped a bear. <laughs> or, in fact, if there were bears yeah. anywhere near the ta- the place they were. Maybe it was to try and trap the archaeologist. <laughs> <laughs> but he's their friend. Oh, right. oh, yeah, that's true. <laughs> Mama. We get a fire stunt as well, don't we, now, in the garage with Mariangela Giordano's character, where she throws, I thought it was, I think it's paint, the zombie. Yeah, yeah, well, uh, that's Michael. Michael says, Mama. Mama. 
we can set it on fire. Which is, is the obvious thing to do. And then they just throw paint all over it and you get a full-on burning zombie. Yeah, it's so effective. She does it twice. Yeah, yeah, we get another scene of it with another one. <laughs> Which is funny. I mean, it, it, to be fair, when she throws the paint, it's a pretty good full body throw of paint. Yeah. Which uh, is is to her credit, I guess. They all they all reconvene and they all they all head to the cars and uh, they've obviously put the the zombies next to the cars to make you know as a deterrent from them getting in them. Just leaving, yeah. But uh, it actually looks like the zombies have arrived by car with the way they're standing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which uh, also, I mean, uh, I'm pretty sure they asked him to move the cars. Yeah. When they arrived, and he still bloody hasn't. He's too busy looking at lights, Ken. What the hell do you oh, want yeah, from him? He's very confused by him. I always, I always thought, though, it's like when you set fire to the zombie, uh, that makes it more dangerous, doesn't mm. it? Because now it doesn't even have to bite you. It can yeah. just burn you. Mm. Just, like, you know, but, yeah, still. Anyway. I also thought that three zombies and the six of them, surely they can kill three. I mean, James killed... James killed two on his own with a rock, so why couldn't they just kill them three and then get the hell out of there? Uh, because one of them is uh, a woman, and the other one is a dwarf. Oh, yeah, that's true. Mama. Nicholas finally does something of use and, and well, lets them in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they're banging on the door. Let us in. Uh, why did you take so long? And uh, <laughs> Nicholas says, you won't believe it. The light bulbs all burst. <laughs> yeah, he goes in depth, an in depth story on the lights. <laughs> like, yeah, like that's the most unbelievable George thing that's happened been, in the film. George has just been ripped apart. Yeah, <laughs> Janet's been caught in a bear trap. There's uh, <laughs> like zombies, yeah, Mariangelo Giordano has just burned two people to death, even though they were dead. And, and he's a dwarf. <laughs> but still, those light bulbs blowing. Bloody yeah. hell, Nicholas. Sorry, didn't know you'd had it so tough in here. <laughs> yeah. The zombies are banging on the door to get in, but then they all turn and leave at the same time. Yeah, they just walk off. <laughs> yeah, and they're like, you know what? No, it doesn't matter. We'll come back. Yeah. Um, and that's when Kathleen starts serving drinks. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's the maid. Yeah. And doesn't matter about zombies. You know, know your place, Kathleen. Yeah, Kathleen probably gets the most memorable death though in this film because she, she, as I say, she was sent away instantly by Mark. Go and search the, you know, the top floor and close the windows and stuff. Yeah, and, in, in case they've got ladders. Yeah. Or they just climb like yeah. Spider Man, Spider Man zombie. Yeah. So she, she does. She, she sees a window that's open. There's she wooden shutter. So she, she reaches her hand out to shut the, the wooden shutter. Yeah, and she, then... she, before, she actually, when she gets told to just piss off and uh, do, like, check everything, <laughs> she walks directly into the camera. <laughs> like she just walks. She walks at us. She just walks at the yeah. screen, and then that's the transition of oh, it's night. It's like suddenly totally dark. Doesn't she hold the candle really close to her face as well? Yeah, it, it, it's weird because why would she need that? Because they all went outside in the morning after breakfast. So how's it night? <laughs> How long were they just all out there having sex and being terrorised by zombies? Yeah. It seemed 20 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> what we get here is a zombie with a throwing knife. Is this a first? Is this uh, an only? Yeah, yeah, ninja. Ninja zombie. Ninja zombie. Yeah, he was, yeah. He just th throws a knife and hits her through straight through the hand uh, and and pins her to the wooden shutter. And then for some reason, instead of pulling herself back in and taking bringing the shutter with her or something, she just leaves her head hanging out, screaming out into the night, and it allows a zombie to... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to, to raise a, a scythe very slowly. Very, very slowly, yeah. <laughs> While she's just 
can't move. Well, she could, but she doesn't. Yeah, and I think her neck's made of some sort of soft cheese. Yeah, it's butter, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> she's got the uh, classic case of butter neck. <laughs> yeah, and they just touch it with the scythe, and her head just falls off. I've seen butter hook, but I've never <laughs> never heard of butter neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that common. But, no. uh, yeah, it used to be around in uh, Italy in the eighties. <laughs> And yeah, just cuts her head clean off. It falls down into the zombies and they start eating it. Yeah, and there can't be much to eat on a head. What's this? Not There's not a lot of skin, is there, on a head? No. Not flesh or no. anything like that. So that wouldn't feed them for long. So what's this, 1981? Is this the first sign of intelligent zombies using weapons and stuff? It's got uh, to be up there, isn't I it? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Usually just sure. shuffling fools. I don't know. Cannib- cannibal apocalypse. I think that was after this. Mm. They are zombies, they're not cannibals. Mm. But uh, no, I think that was after this. So yeah, yeah, I think this is uh, zombie, zombie tool users. And also, is this the first film where zombies are more intelligent than the protagonists? <laughs> the actual human. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, but obviously in every zombie film there's idiots. There has yeah. to be. Yeah. Yeah, you've got to be an idiot to be cut cornered one-on-one with one of these things. Yeah, in a massive George. Room. <laughs> a little swipe at George. You there. idiot. James eventually finds the, the, the maid, Kathleen. He's very sad. Yeah, I like the sudden shock, the shock music <laughs> there when he sees her. It's like, my God, no! He's very upset by it, even though she's just the maid. Yeah, he's only spoke to her once. Yeah, and he's so upset. That he just goes and lifts her body and throws that out the window. Yeah, throws the <laughs> rest of it out. Go on, go on, help yourself. And it's hanging, isn't it, by the hand? And the zombies pull it down, and yeah. the, the knife goes through the the hand. Yeah, it it it's a nice it's a nice scene. Yeah, not very nice from uh, James, perhaps, but uh, you know he's got to look after the rest of them. Yeah, we get a tooling up sequence now, but not by the humans. <laughs> yeah, it's the zombies. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, they're all arming themselves. Yeah, I mean, I like how they've not even thought of that yet, the humans. Meanwhile, the zombies are bloody tooling themselves up. Way, way ahead of them. Yeah, and they start hitting the doors, don't they, and the windows with them, trying to get in, trying to get through. So obviously, when they were banging, they turned and walked away. They were, one of them must have said, hang on, let's get to the shed. I know it's got all the... He must have been the, the zombie of the gardener. Yeah, yeah, the one who knows what to do. Yeah, but what they do, um, the the humans, whilst whilst the zombies are getting weapons and stuff and actually like sort of organising themselves, what they're doing is they're nailing like just branches <laughs> to, to windows, yeah. which are pathetic. Yeah, it's absolutely bloody useless. Yeah, totally useless. Well, yeah. well, what I noticed was they were they were nailing a cross from from inside. They were nailing not the actual window. They're nailing a cross inside to the walls. But all the windows open outwards, don't they? Because the shutters open outwards. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just tree branches as well. It's not even like like planks of wood. It's not even like two befores or anything like that. It's just it's just a branch from a tree. Where have they even got those from? Because they ran inside. It's not like they just they've gone back out to get branches. Yeah. It's rubbish. They can only be killed by blowing their heads off, says James. I don't know where he's come to this conclusion. No, from. he's just suddenly just thought of it. Yeah. I mean, he's right, but he's just, he didn't know. I don't even, where does he get the shotgun from? He doesn't even see him pick that up, do we? I think it's on the wall somewhere. Yeah. And he just starts uh, shooting them with a shotgun from the balcony. And again, we get the, the close-ups of the, the black background heads being blown up. Yeah, it, it's weird that he says that because obviously they've already killed them with fire. 
mm. and with rocks. But the only way to kill them is by blowing their heads off with this shotgun I've just found. And obviously because they're taking heavy casualties, the zombies fall back. James just then assumes that maybe they'll leave us alone now. Yeah. But he's wrong because one zombie does indeed start climbing the wall, as you alluded yeah. to. Well, there you go. <laughs> Uh, yeah, as we, and then we, we do find out that Janet's leg is bruised from a, from the bear trap. Um, again, a very lucky injury there. Usually your leg's torn to pieces from a bear trap if you get it caught in there. But yeah, I have. Yeah, twice, wasn't it? Yeah. Same yeah. leg. Same leg. <laughs> Same bear trap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, seems to think I'd learn. Um, Leslie, she goes to find some bandages for her because she's just constantly whining about a bruise on her on her leg. And that's then we why, get that's a, why I would have thrown Janet to them. Yeah, yeah, just to shut her up. Yeah. All right, let's take a look at that ankle. No wonder it's killing you. It's very badly bruised. We'll have to wrap it tightly to keep it from swelling. I'll get bandages. And then we get a scene that's uh, it's sort of reminiscent of um, Zombie 2. Is it Zombie 2? Zombie Fleshy? Is yeah. It? Yeah. Where um, a zombie breaks through the glass. I mean, in Zombie 2, it's it's the wood. But uh, in this, it's glass, and it grabs her by the hair and starts dragging her towards the, the broken glass. It's in the window. Very slowly. Very slowly. And it doesn't, it doesn't go through her eye. It goes through the, like, the sides of her head. Yeah, she's just her face. Her just face is in the glass. Yeah, and I think that's enough to kill her because she falls to the ground. Yeah, it seems to be. Yeah. Janet and Nicholas, they notice the zombies are attacking the door. What's the plan? Uh, go get her husband. That's what Janet says to Nicholas because obviously Nicholas is fucking useless. Well, what he, is, what he does before that, though, is very, very slowly light every candle in real time, <laughs> <laughs> which, which we get to see him doing. He's just he's really just lighting candles. Yeah. <laughs> which, did... which takes ages. It takes <laughs> takes bloody ages. It's like Nicholas, that'll do just two candles will do. <laughs> Nobody he lights all of them. <laughs> um he, he also says um that the door won't hold, so why the hell does he leave Janet in there on her own? Why was he bothering to light all the candles as well? <laughs> if they're gonna leave, what's the point of that? The zombies obviously get in, and um, they, Janet grabs a pike from a suit of armor that's by the wall, and uh, fall instantly falls over and is cornered. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's she's down, but she does stab them, uh, which is useless, obviously, uh, because as we know, you have to you have to blow their heads off. But then when James James and Mark turn up, and they also forget about the thing that James just said about blowing their heads off. Uh, because they shoot them in the stomach again, which is useless, absolutely useless. And then they're hacking at the arms. Uh, then, we, then we get some more uh, black screen fire poker through through the skull. Uh, that, that's that's quite good. I quite mm. like that. I, yeah. I, I do like it when it goes black screen because at least you know that that's where they spent the money. I think I did read that like most of the budget on this film went on the the effects. Probably doing those effects, those black screen ones. <laughs> no, no, not on the dubbing. No. Evelyn, she sees one climbing through the window and um, she beheads it, doesn't she? With her, or she, Does she hack the hands off? Yeah, yeah, of she's, yeah, oh, yeah she, she takes the hands off. She, yeah, she hacks the hands off one of them and then one's coming at Michael and so she just beheads, beheads it with a machete she's found. Yeah, in slow-mo. Yeah, and uh, she takes... Because uh, Michael's shell-shocked by this, so she takes him to a sofa 
And uh, <laughs> you just get the uh, good work, Evelyn. Yeah, from Mark, oh, who's yeah. fucking useless. But <laughs> yeah, she, she's there chopping hands off zombies, decapitating them. She's burnt too. Yeah, yeah, he's useless, Mark. But yeah, good work, Evelyn. It's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, maybe maybe the rest of you could help. She apologizes to him for bringing for bringing him here, and uh, he starts kissing her and feeling her up. Yeah, yeah, Mama, please let me stay close to you. I need to be near you. When I was a baby, you always used to hold me to your breast. Is what he says. I loved your breast so much, Mama. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, and he's he's gone for the tit grab. Uh, he's gone for the uh, the hand up skirt. What the? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah, she slaps him. Mama, I can't stand it anymore. Please let me stay close to you, Mama. Oh, my poor darling. Can you forgive me for having brought you to this terrible place? Of course, Mama. Oh, oh. oh Mama. Oh. I love you so much. I need to feel you near me. I need to touch you. When I was a baby, you always used to hold me to your breast. I loved your breast so much, Mama. Michael! <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah sh- shake of the head and runs away. <laughs> yeah, as he runs away, he asks a question and immediately answers it with, what's wrong? I'm your son. <laughs> well, that's all right then. <laughs> yeah, which which is both a question and the answer, Michael. <laughs> yeah, that's why it's wrong. What's wrong? I'm your son. Michael! He runs through the house. He's obviously he's very disappointed at the rejection. He runs away until he finds Leslie. I don't like the fact that he runs away with his arms by his side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> in his in his little turtleneck. <laughs> <laughs> and then on the floor, motionless, he finds Leslie. Yeah, c- can you uh, can you play the soundbite at this point, please? <laughs> Leslie? Leslie, Leslie, you're hurt. Leslie, <laughs> it's brilliant. We used to we used to say that at work to each other. We created Leslie as a totally different person. Leslie, <laughs> Leslie, you're hurt. <laughs> Leslie, <laughs> I think this is the first time we see a. Uh, Someone turned into a zombie. Yeah, yeah. Oddly, Leslie is now a zombie, even though she wasn't bitten by one. No, she's she went through the glass. Smashed through a window, but yeah, she's a zombie. Cut back to, yeah, I like how Leslie goes nearer to him and we just get like closer to because you, you see it from the point of view of Leslie and uh, yeah. you're getting closer and closer to Michael, who just looks more ridiculous the closer he gets, to be honest. <laughs> Especially that hair. I, I, I welcome any close up of him. Yeah. <laughs> Should have a close up of him in every film. Yeah, especially when he pretends to be asleep. That should be in every film ever. <laughs> you ever seen him in anything else, or is it just this? Uh, no, he has been in other things. I yeah. believe I, I did look him up, but uh, it's just this for us. Leslie. Leslie. Leslie, you're hurt. Janet, Janet's having a look out the window. She says there's 20 or so out there. What do we do? This is but, a good idea. Yeah, don't worry. Her <laughs> husband, Mark, who's been on the ball the whole fucking film, yep. says, um, 
Leslie? Let them come in. Yeah, let's, let's just let them in. Maybe it's something in the house they want, not us. I've got an idea. Let's let them inside. We can keep out of their reach. They're all so slow. Yeah. It's like, well, why are you all holed up there then? Why don't you just piss off in the first place? Yeah, and he's just forgetting the fact that they've nearly killed him twice. <laughs> and that three of them have already been killed. <laughs> and that's trying to keep them out of the house if yeah. you let them in. Let them in. What's the worst that could happen? Is this the worst... De- well, I, I was, no, I've actually written, this is the worst decision in a horror film ever until the bit at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, up to now, this is the worst decision I've ever heard in a horror film, except for maybe giving Jason his machete back in Jason X. Well, actually, uh, Jason lives part six, the very beginning of that, where he stabs him oh, in the heart. He <laughs> yeah. actually d- digs him up because he's dead. Yeah. yeah. If he hadn't done that, they wouldn't have been in those rest of the films. It's his fault. It's his fault everyone else died. Yeah. Yeah. So that that's a bad decision. <laughs> that is actually a really good good choice, yeah. Uh, Evelyn actually now remembers that Michael's not there, so she goes off to find him. And yeah. she finds him on the floor next to... Leslie. Leslie? Leslie, no. Leslie. Mama. Um, <laughs> She's eating his arm. Yeah, he's got by, no by, arm. By the bath. Yeah. Uh, and Evelyn is just distraught by this and just bludgeons her to death <laughs> on the side of the bath. <laughs> it's one of my favourite bits. Yeah. Damn you, Leslie. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> she just smashes her head on the bath <laughs> repeatedly for about a solid minute. <laughs> yeah. I just really enjoy it. Mama. The zombies have a fucking battering ram. Yeah, now. they have, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> actually that's, got... that's because they didn't act on Mark's idea of just letting them in. So they went to get a battering ram instead. They were just, well, we're getting in one way or another. Well, the, the, the battering ram works. It works an absolute treat. And uh, they get in. The group head upstairs to find Evelyn uh, in totally shell shocked. And uh, James actually remembers he has a wife because he's not mentioned her or even looked for her. Oh, God. Leslie. Leslie, no. <laughs> it's great that everyone says Leslie so much. Yeah. <laughs> it's a name that lends itself to that kind of, uh, like, fear. Yeah. Leslie. 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 Yeah, I've always enjoyed that. God. Leslie. Why? The the butler Nicholas forgets that he's in a zombie film and because uh, he sees the archaeologist and thinks he's just fine even though he looks not fine at all. Yeah, that's when he's been sent off to do something else because he's just a servant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, go and get us a weapon, will you? Is he, like, he even? Yeah, yeah, yes, sir. Is <laughs> <laughs> he even still thinking that it's the archaeologist as he's being attacked? Yeah, <laughs> she's like Doctor. No, it's a very, very slow, creaky door, isn't it? That uh, that he emerges from as yeah, well. Yeah, and uh, which, to be honest, Nicholas should probably have oiled. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, it's his own fault. He's too busy lighting the candles. You, know, you imagine how many candles are in that place? Well, only because he was so shocked at the lights burning. He had some spare bulbs, candles. <laughs> yeah, I know. But if he could have some spare bulbs, couldn't he? You know, if he thought about it in advance, one of these bulbs, at least one of them might blow. 
Obviously, all of them did, but you know, he'd have a few spare, wouldn't he, in the kitchen below stairs? Yeah. Bloody idiot, Nicholas. <laughs> you and Kathleen. Considering he's quite a young guy, he's easily overpowered by uh, the professor and is killed <laughs> with a bite to the throat. Yeah. Well, uh, that's, that's how zombies go. Oh, oh Professor, we were getting very worried about you, sir. We've got to get out of here. No. But, Professor, they're expecting us. Professor! Ah! 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 Let's get as far away as we can, says, uh, I think it's Mark. It, it's a fair idea, though, isn't it's, it? Yeah. I mean, he, he's come up with idea after idea. One of them was let's the, let them in. <laughs> the other one is now let's run away. <laughs> yeah. So they escaped through the back door, which was open, I think. So, I don't, you know, I don't know why the zombies didn't just go through that way, but whatever. And it's sunrise again, so <laughs> I don't know how long it's been. <laughs> <laughs> Janet, Janet says, and uh, this this is the most agreeable line I can think of. She says, just leave me, let me die. Yeah. And you'd be like, all right. Yeah, see ya. Yeah, okay then. Come on, everyone else. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I actually wrote, I would. Yeah. They they go, they go hide out in, the, in a chapel, which is on the grounds of the mansion. Yeah, like they're running across a field. It's, it's like, I don't know how big the grounds are in this place, no. but they're, like, they're running across a field, so they're still not going back to the cars which you would assume are still parked where Nicholas didn't bloody move them from. Yeah. So they could have tried that. Um, but there were zombies there earlier, so they might still be there. Yeah. So they didn't even try the cars. And then they just ran across a field that we didn't know was there. Yeah. And as I say, James, who, who up to now is probably the smartest character in the film, and I only say that because he hasn't walked blindly into certain death yet, um, makes me eat my words now because he does. He, uh, he spots what looks to be a priest of some kind. Look, a monk. A monk. And and follows him. And uh, he goes into a, a room and there's a table full of them with their heads bowed. And then he just starts apologising for being there. And they all raise their heads and they're all zombies. Yeah, unfortunately for James. Yeah, he's surrounded, forced onto the table and is also eaten alive. And torn apart. Yeah. Torn apart. Torn asunder. Yeah. By these zombie monks. Zombie monks. Yeah, they've now dressed up as monks. Yeah, <laughs> so fresh they, robes. They've got costumes on now as well, as well as fashioning weaponry and uh, battering ram. They're, yeah. they're now also dressing up as monks. In record time as well, he re-emerges as a zombie just as they're... Yeah, it's weird because he's screaming. He's screaming, oh, God, no, and whatever else he's screaming because, you know, he's being eaten. Leslie. And um, and every, he's not screaming Leslie. He's one of the few that doesn't. <laughs> and um, everyone else thinks, that's James. Let's go and see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of thinking, let's avoid the screams of pain and terror. Yeah. Yeah, they think, let's just go and have a look. What's, you know, what's the worst that could be happening? Yeah. Yeah, well, they find out. <laughs> And uh, yeah, he is. He he's a zombie instantly. Yeah, and they're up, they're up, they all start chasing them out. They they head to another place. I like this because he. I was actually thinking to myself when they get to this new sort of location. I'm like, what the hell is this place? And uh, Mark tells me it looks like some sort of model builder's workshop. 
Yeah, <laughs> which just attached to a monastery or something. I don't know. I don't even know if it's still part of the same building. <laughs> and Janet instantly replies with, Mark, for God's sake, close the gate. <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> what I want to know is, why aren't they just running for it? Why do, why do they keep finding places to hide? They could easily outrun know, these it's, things. It's always a thing, isn't it? That's yeah. always the way. You just carried on. You already pointed out how slow they are. I mean, fair enough, they probably have built themselves a car at some point and <laughs> just travelled after them, <laughs> like the anthill mob. <laughs> but, um, yeah, well, I don't know. They, they never do, do they? No. They, they always just hide instead. Yeah, uh, you know, because they we know how intelligent they all are, they block the only exit before they've searched the place to see if there's any zombies in there with them. <laughs> and Mark says, uh, let's go upstairs. Yeah. It's like, Mark, not now. It's not the time. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> not again, Mark. My my ankle's bruised. So who we've got left now, we've got the, probably the most useless characters in it. We've got uh, Mark and Janet, who I would not have put money on at the start to have survived no, this no, long. No, 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 no. You'd bet on James all day long. You would, wouldn't you? Yeah. But it's it's them too, and it's uh, Mariangela Giordano. Yeah, but she's in a sort of comatose state after seeing... Poor, poor, poor Michael. <laughs> poor little Michael. Poor with Michael his hand. without a, without an arm. Because of Leslie. Leslie, no. Le- Les- Leslie, Leslie, you're hurt. Mama. Yeah, brilliant. <laughs> we have to put the sound bite in. <laughs> Leslie, These sound like raving lunatics. <laughs> Leslie, Leslie. <laughs> um, yeah, they go. They do go up the stairs. But what it looks like is there's loads of models around the bottom floor, and then there's like a stone steps up the side, and they start going up there. Which leads to nothing. It does lead to nothing. It leads yeah. to yeah. And uh, there's except, a, except more zombies. More zombies. Yeah, there's a zombie that comes out. Mark fights it, and we we get actually a really cool slow mo of him throwing it off the the top of the stairs there. <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> which just, we don't know if it kills it. No, it just flies down the bottom there, and then shit hits the fan. Literally. Yeah, zombies upstairs. Zombies at the door. Yeah. Uh, Mark's hitting one with a small piece of wood. Yeah. Which does nothing whatsoever. And who turns up but little Michael? Yeah. My son, you came back to me. She's so overcome with joy, Evelyn, that she allows him to breastfeed. Yeah. Which I guess is why he's not a child and it's an adult. Yeah, so when we were talking about sexual and violent content in a scene, yeah. this is this is the one. Yeah. Never, we'll never leave each other again. I like how Mark and Janet are just watching on in silence as this is happening. Yeah, I would. <laughs> to be honest, if she was to just suddenly get her tits out, I'd be like, ah. Yeah, so... Yeah. so, so he still wants them, Michael. He may be dead now, and, uh, you know, but he, he, still, he still loves those breasts. Yeah, he has a look, gives himself a little look. He uh, opens up her shirt. Yep. And starts breastfeeding from her. Yeah. She seems... Happy about it? Yeah, she seems fine. She's just happy to see him again. Yeah, and uh, things kind of turn south. I think if if this was ever going to happen, this would be the worst case scenario. Yeah, it's the last thing she would have wanted. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because then he just uh, he just bites her nipple clean off in gruesome detail. Yeah, yeah, real close up. Yeah, <laughs> nice little close up there. Poor, poor Maria Angela. Stop it, brother. Don't touch it. No, it's a zombie. Don't touch it. You came back to me. You came back to me, didn't you? Oh, darling, I'm so happy. Oh, Michael. Oh, Michael. Oh, darling. Oh, dearest. Oh, you're here. We'll never leave each other again. Look at me, angel. Look at me. 
Oh, yes, darling. Just like when you were a baby. Go ahead, darling. I know you want to. You used to love it so. She sort of falls back screaming, and I think she dies from that. I guess so. Yeah. yeah. She sort of falls to the floor, doesn't she? Down the wall. And uh, they're, they're quickly overrun with zombies. Yeah, because they all get in now exactly. We exactly see George. The same time. I noticed that skin tight. Bloody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. George is there now as well. I'd, I'd recognize that anywhere, that skin tight um, turtleneck top. Yeah, it's just like um, Janet shouts, Mark, I don't want to die. Even though she previously said, leave me, let me die. Yeah. yeah. She's changed her mind. Unfortunately, Mark's a bit busy at the minute getting his face rammed into a circular saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. George, um, George actually eats uh, his wife. So he's the one who kills her. Yeah. Yeah. So he, he kills, uh, I can't remember, Evelyn. Evelyn. Evelyn yeah. I was just going to call her by her actress name yeah. all the time. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So George eats uh, Evelyn. Uh, Janet's still screaming as hands just keep getting nearer to yeah. her. And the, the final shot is, uh, as I say, uh, Mark gets his face rammed into a circular saw. Yeah, which you don't see, unfortunately. I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's one of these. It's, it's a weird ending because uh, his, his face is getting nearer and nearer a saw. The zombie hands are like closing in on, on Janet while she's screaming. And, uh, and that's it. Yeah. And it's just a freeze frame. Yeah. And then you get a, a ludicrous, like, uh, caption at the end that's got nothing to do with anything that's just happened. I've, I've written it down. Do you want me to read yeah, it? Yeah, out please, for you? please do. I've written it down. The earth shall tremble, graves shall open. They shall come among the living as messengers of death, and there shall be the nights of terror, which I believe is a. Um, is lyrics from the Elvis Presley song "Blue Suede Shoes." <laughs> Am I right in thinking that, Ken? That's, I don't know. Well, they 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 give it to the prophecy of the black spider. Ah, right. Which uh, which, I, as far as I know, doesn't exist. Either. <laughs> I love the name yeah. of it. Oh, I always get them two mixed up. And to uh, and, and they've spelled prophecy wrong. Yeah, they have. And they've also the spelt the word knights. In yeah. the Knights of Terror, they spell it N-I-G-T-H-S, yeah. which is niggets, <laughs> which I don't think I can say <laughs> again. <laughs> yeah. Might have to cut that out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Very close to the bone, that didn't, one. Didn't think of that before I said it. <laughs> Halfway through, I saw your face drop. Yeah. Closer to the bone than the bear trap. Yeah, <laughs> ever was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so a couple of spelling errors there at the end for absolutely no reason. And I say the pacing of this film is absolutely breakneck speed. I, yeah, it, it's brilliant. It's just it's just nonstop. Yeah. There's no reason for any of it, but it happens very quickly. Yeah, the music, as I say, is sort of very odd. Very odd, odd choice in music through yeah, the whole thing. Jazz, jazz style. And what um you know I think the, as I say the costumes really good. There's a lot of sex scenes, but you get that in Italian horror. Yeah, sleaze. Mariangela Giordano. Ken said before we also saw her in something called um, Patrick Still Lives, which is a sequel to an Australian film, isn't it? Yeah, just called Patrick Lives. Yeah, which uh, is 
very normal compared to the sequel. Yeah. Because that was, uh, it's a, I've got two words for you, telekinesis. <laughs> yeah. it's, well, it's about that. He's a comatose patient with uh, telekinetic powers. And then obviously Peter Bark as well is is the big takeaway from it. Um, I've not seen him in anything else. I don't know if you have you. I've not seen him in anything else. No, but I am aware that he's in other things. Yeah, so this is pretty much his his meal ticket. Yes. <laughs> well, his meal ticket is actually his mum's breast. But um... oh yeah, it would be mine too. <laughs> I'd struggle if I was her son. I, I was. I would ask you your favourite character, but is there any point? <laughs> no, it, it's him. Yeah, <laughs> it's Ma- Michael. Michael. It's Michael. His young head. Favorite quote. Oh man, I don't know because every everything that we've discussed is my favourite quote. I think it's probably to go away from the "Mama, this cloth smells of death," which, as you said, is a, a popular favourite. I'm going to go with Leslie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going from when the first minute he sees Leslie up until you're hurt, Leslie, because he says it about three times and then points out she's hurt. By which time she would have known. <laughs> in that she was hurt. Leslie. Leslie, you're hurt. <laughs> and your favourite death? Ah. I mean, I do. I, I like a good tit munch, but. Um, <laughs> but what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm going to go. I'm going to go for butterneck. I'm going to go for the butternex side. I thought for some reason you were going to say buttocks. <laughs> I also like buttocks. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, was keep on track. Yeah, I think yeah, butternex as well. I forgot what this podcast is about. <laughs> Where do you think this stands in the Italian zombie genre against like the Fulci or something like that? Brilliant. It's, it's brilliant, it's, yeah. I yeah. think it stands right alongside it. I think them. it does. I think you can consider this a classic of the Italian yeah. zombie genre. Yeah, I, I do. I've, I've, I've loved this film for years. It really is a personal favourite because this, this was when I was first turned to watching them knowing they're shit yeah. and enjoying the fact that they were shit. But and, when, uh, and this one, along with uh, Patrick Still Lives and uh, and the, the Fulci stuff, it's, yeah, it's, I, I just really think it's fun. Whenever I think of, like, if someone ever asked me about... Um, you know, where Ken, you know, how, how we met and things like that. I always think of the films that you lent me first time round. There's four four things you lent me that I always think of if, if you know, um, there's Dark Place, there's this, there's um, Burial, um, burial Ground, uh, Necrophiles, <laughs> <laughs> and... Um, Promutos? Uh, Promutos, yes. yeah. Those are the four I think of as the, the defining films that you've you've lent me in, in oh, the yeah, time. I'd, I'd be happy with that as as my obituary. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you can read that out at my funeral. <laughs> yeah. There was four things he, he gave to me in life. <laughs> I'd be happy with that. That's, that's a good legacy. We've covered one. We will be going and covering all of those I've just listed in some shape. I've I've actually recently rewatched Dark Place and Promutos. Yeah, yeah. I had to buy another copy of Promutos. That just there's no way that can't be done on this podcast. It's absolutely necrophiles. I, I'm I'm waiting I'm waiting to build back up to that one. Yeah, <laughs> understandable. But, yeah. <laughs> Leslie. Leslie. Leslie, you're hurt. And as I say, I was looking over um, 
what people are saying about this because we always like to have a look at what you guys are saying on Reddit and whatnot. Uh, literally everyone has put mother this cloth smells of death or mama or you know, mama. whatever. Uh, a Shell says, just watched this on a whim and I loved it. I'm not super into zombies, but this movie had amazing monsters in it. They almost reminded me of Deadites, but less animated. <laughs> Massively <laughs> less animated. That's uh, that's an unusual comparison. <laughs> yeah, but um, Jimmy Pineapple says... Oh yeah, oh yeah, I know Jimmy. I know, I, I know his parents. <laughs> <laughs> I love this movie. It's completely terrible, but utterly amazing. Oh, side note: the movie has been remastered and is getting a Blu-ray release, Damn which right. you've already got. Yeah. Yes, it's a it's a great copy as well. Arrow, yeah. Arrow Films have redone it. Brilliant. Um, Elastic Dog says the best kind of awful. Peter Bark has a special spot in my heart. One of the best trashed pieces ever made. Nice. His own name up there. That's a, a nice, a nice word. Step Flan says, Burial Ground is one of the sleaziest, goriest, and weirdest movies I have ever seen, and I love it. The story makes no sense whatsoever, but that's the way I like it. The movie doesn't spend much time <laughs> fooling around, it gets right to the point, which is the blood and gore. Also, the movie has one of the most spaced-out characters in the history of cinema. I'm talking about the young boy named Michael. Yes. Only he's not actually played by a little boy, he's actually played by an adult who looks like a ghost. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. He, he, he could look like a Scooby-Doo villain. <laughs> Good gore, stupid victims, what more could you ask for, says Gangster Octagon. Straightforward. Yep, straightforward, no messing. Yeah. Peter Bark saved my life, <laughs> says, <laughs> says Eric Dietrich. Is, is that a literal thing? <laughs> is that is nothing related to the film? It's just he was drowning and uh, maybe, maybe he had some cloth and Peter Bark warned him about it. <laughs> he's put Peter Bark saved my life and then he writes a little he says watching you suckle the breast of your on-screen mother is absolutely divine <laughs> <laughs> well thank you Eric <laughs> at least someone's written it <laughs> I mean we may have thought it but goodness me <laughs> and uh, with that we move on to this week's film pitch Mother, this cloth smells of death. Yeah, it's not me. No, not you. It's right. my turn. Don't go for it. Okay, so this is it's a family. Right. They're taking a vacation at a log cabin resort that comes under the attack of werewolves. What the hell's this got to do with them? Well, oh, wait. Oh, okay, all right, okay, sorry. The whole family is yeah. played by one actor. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, is it? No. <laughs> that actor is Peter Bark. Oh, yes. This film is called Bark at the Moon. Oh, Ozzy will be loving it. We've got to pay him for this, have we? I hope not. No, okay. Uh, Peter Bark plays Willie Pumper. Um, <laughs> Sorry, who? He's, he's, what? <laughs> <laughs> What's his character? Willie Pumper. Oh, right, okay. He's got a, he's got a wife, you know. <laughs> Yeah, what's her name? Fanny. <laughs> okay, yeah, I'm, I'm liking it. And uh, of course, a son. <laughs> Go on. He's he, he's affectionately known as Little Dick. <laughs> Little Dick Pumper. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm I'm in already. <laughs> I'm in. I'll see it. Uh, and obviously, um, on the vacation, um, 
I'm not sure if Little Dick or Willie gets uh, bitten, but it's one of them. But he plays all of the characters. <laughs> he plays the wife and the little son. So because he's got the range, we've seen him. I'd like to see Little Dick bitten. <laughs> I'd like to see somebody bite Little Dick. Right. Well, then that's what we'll do. This. Uh, this. I think um, I think he lends himself very very well to playing youngsters. Yeah. So yeah, perfect. This is like a three log cabin resort kind of thing on the grounds of a farm. Just just three of them. Yeah, just three log cabins. Right. We've got um. Who's in the other one? We've got the pumpers. They're in one of them. Yep. Um, we've got a couple on their honeymoon. The couple is played by Kemby Wild. Oh my god. And Debbie Rochon. Oh, that's superb. Yeah. What an attractive couple. Yeah. I thought that'd be yeah, I thought they'd like that. We've also got, you know, just to spice it up, we've got a lesbian couple oh. with a uh, uh an adopted child. Mm-hmm. The lesbian couple uh, couple is played by Corey Everson and nice. Bridget Nielsen. Jesus Christ. Yeah. What a power couple. Yeah. And their son is played by Bolo Young. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. To be honest, that that could be their biological son. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have no no problem accepting that. And uh, obviously, the 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 place is is owned by uh, owned by an old farmer called Old Man Balls. Um, mm-hmm. That's John Lithgow. Yeah, oh, fantastic casting. Thank you. Yeah, and uh, yeah, and obviously. At some point, we're going to have to get the law involved. Oh, the local yeah. sheriff. Yeah. Go on. Carl Weathers. Yes, there he is. Yeah. Character name? Carl Weathers. Yeah, brilliant. Sheriff Carl Weathers. Yeah, well, I'm having that. Yeah. What's and, he involved for? Oh, Carl. Yeah. Because they've heard stories of, uh, you know... Of werewolfery. Werewolfery, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's the worst kind of wolfery. He, he pulls over Peter Bark at one point and says... Do you have any idea how fast you were werewolfing back there? <laughs> yeah. What does he say? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you reckon? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm in. I'm in already. I'm not sure about the actual transformation and stuff, how much money we're going to have, whether we can do a full American werewolf kind of transformation. I don't, I don't think so. Well, oh, I watched a film that's just, that was called I Am Wolf. Yeah, uh, aka I am Lisa, which right. is both sides of the uh, the the coin, mm. uh, and they didn't bother with any transformation whatsoever. Did they not? No, there was no werewolf at all. There was a real wolf, and uh, she had um, contact lenses, uh, long nails, and uh, some teeth. No, like Michael Jackson. In yeah, thriller. it's just just rubbish. Maybe we'll do that then. Yeah, it seemed cheap. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, it looked cheap. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest with you, it was rubbish. Don't watch that film. Yeah, so they go hiking. Peter Bark, Willie, uh, sorry, Little Dick gets gets bitten, uh, turns, and it's it's basically about the the campers trying to survive the night with the full how, moon. How are we gonna How are we gonna have Peter Bark playing all three? Is he like gonna be taller as as the parents? No, no, he's just gonna be three of him. Yeah, and how's that working? Camera trickery. Yeah, just wow. over the shoulder and, um, yeah. Yeah. Is he dressed like he is in Burial Ground? Um, for Little Dickie, is he? No, yeah. for all, all three characters. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think in for, for the, for the but, mom. But for the mom, he's got earrings. <laughs> that's it. Yeah, if you like, yeah. Yeah, that's the only difference. He's, he's, he's just got earrings in. Maybe the dad's got glasses on. Nah, Willie. Nah, that's 
Well, will he or won't he? I don't know. You, you tell me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously you get like you know the uh, the fisherman or the hunt the hunter that's out and about. He, he'll get the killed. Fisherman? What's a fisherman? <laughs> why would he be a Why would he be a fisherman in the middle of the woods? Well, he's fishing. <laughs> Unemployed. Well, he's not. He's not. I didn't say he was a good fisherman. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like not another day with nothing. <laughs> just throwing it into the, the mud. Like I don't know what's going on here. Yeah, the don't mud, know what I'm doing wrong. The mud skipper. <laughs> Um, yeah, so you get some, you know, random kills and things like right, that. Okay, who who are these? Who plays that? Yeah, let's have some cameos. Ron Howard, he's the mud skipper fisherman. Ron, yeah. How are we going to get Ron? Oh no, sorry, you get Clint. Clint, sorry, Clint. You're not going to get Ron Howard. Yeah, sorry, Clint Howard. Jesus Christ, Clint Howard's fishing in the dirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, yeah, I'd, I'd buy that actually in the film. <laughs> I'd buy that album. Yeah, yeah, and then um, you know, some hillbillies drinking hooch and. Oh yeah, yeah. That's played by whoever those guys are that play them in every film. You know, yeah, those guys. That's Clint Howard again, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I might even bring back um, uh, what's his name from the Miami Connection to play to play a character, play a local hoodlum. What's his name? <laughs> the one with the feather earring. In Miami Connection, Jeff. Jeff. Yeah, I get Jeff in as well. He can sort of try and terrorize old man balls and try and get him to give him some money or something. Then he gets attacked by the werewolf. Nice. Yeah. Victims. Can we all? Can we have uh, nice? Can we have Crazy Ralph? We should have a Crazy. You know what? I was actually thinking of adding a Crazy Ralph character, but forgot. Well, there we go then. Yeah. Let's add him in. Okay then, Crazy Ralph. The Crazy Ralph as well, not just a similar character. Let's get the the Crazy Ralph himself, which I believe is his real name. Yeah. He's warning. He warns the pumpers when they when they turn up at the. um... (laughs) He would. Yeah, yeah, rightly so. When they turn up at the, um, it's a death curse. The gas station says full moon tonight. Yeah, beware the moon. Beware my moon. Yeah, and then he moons them. <laughs> <laughs> runs, runs after them backwards down the road. <laughs> That's crazy, Ralph. Slapping his ass as he goes. <laughs> that would be a difficult scene, wouldn't it? <laughs> I'd imagine that's a difficult thing to do. Yeah, well, I think Crazy Ralph is the only actor in the world that can pull that off. Tell you what, after this, so to speak, after this, I'm going to try that. Okay then. Yeah, I'll look so forward just, to it. Just be be aware that's going to happen. <laughs> I'll, I'll be up against the window in no time. <laughs> so yeah, one by one, everyone's picked off. Can they survive the night? Who knows? We'll find out. Well, no, you just said one by one they're picked off. So yeah. that would be no, they can't. Oh yeah, that's true. So, well, what happens is, so of that, course... that could be the tagline. Will they survive the night? And then underneath it says, no. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, they won't. Because then there's, you know, no one's shocked going in, are they? That's the thing. You know, some people like, you know, knowing what's going to happen in the film before they see it. So. Yeah, that's why people read reviews. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's why you listen to this. You're not watching Burial Ground before you listen to this, are you, lot? Well, that's if you've ever listened to this. Have you? <laughs> If you have listened to this, let us know. Yeah, right in. <laughs> and if you haven't, let us know that as well. It'd be nice to know someone's listening. Yeah. If you haven't listened to this, uh, let us know why. <laughs> yeah. If you've never listened to this yeah. and have no intention of ever listening to this, yeah. right tell, in. T- tell us why not. Uh, you got any more questions or are we done? I think we're done. I quite like that. Yeah. I like that. That's, that's actually like, that's more, that's, that's more detail than any pitch that I've come up with in the past two months yeah <laughs> it's like you almost had a plan 
Yeah, almost. <laughs> I just got some some na- names and uh, yeah, but I'm liking it. Yeah, bark at the moon. Yeah, could could we call it barks at the moon? Because because oh. he's playing multiple characters. Yeah, that way, in case Ozzy gets onto us, we haven't got to pay him. I was going to say because he's called Pumper Pump at the moon, but probably not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and uh, Crazy Ralph's going to moon. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> barks at the moons. <laughs> We've pluralized it. Barks as he moons. <laughs> and yeah, so there we go. Done. What do you reckon, Corey Everson and Bridget Nielsen? That's a fantastic couple. Um what, what, couple. what are they gonna do? Um, I mean, are we gonna see that they're lesbians or are we just gonna accept that they are because they're I, a couple? Well I do don't we, do we get the scene? Well, I don't think you're gonna allow us to have them in it without a scene, so what's the what's the age of these two now? I don't know, fifty, sixty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably about 20, 25. <laughs> no, I think that was when we watched them. Um, yeah, well, well, whatever, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> However old they are. Yes. Oh, it's Paulo Young. <laughs> He's, you, know, you get away playing, son. playing a small <laughs> child. That's what he says. Mama. Which one's he saying that to? Um, He's not doing any suckling, is he? Paulo Young. <laughs> I don't want any of that. Um, not of them two, no. You could suckle off him. John Lithgow. <laughs> John Lithgow suckling off Bolo Young. Yeah, and he's also... Got, he's got bigger tits than a lot of them. <laughs> also, Carl Weathers has a... He does have a deputy. <laughs> yeah, go on. It's um, Steve Gutenberg. <laughs> Welcome back. Deputy Bologna Sandwich. He's been transferred... <laughs> This is like uh, creating a whole new universe. So we've got the bologna sandwich universe. Yeah. Is, is that like what that happens now, doesn't it? If yeah. you make a film with person in it twice, yeah. it's a universe. Well, I mean, Carl Weathers is in every one of them. So well, he's... Like, imagine that. It's the Weathers universe. Yeah. That's that's like just never ending. Yeah, the weather, yeah. Inevitable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Inevitable. No. <laughs> And with that, we'll uh, bring this episode of the podcast. Yeah, please, close. please do. Um, thank you for listening. Um, thank you to Kenneth for joining me. Well, thank you for rewatching this film. Um, you can catch us on www.badmoviecult.com for all of our previous podcast episodes. There's also written reviews on there. There's a contact page. So if you've got a film pitch that you think's better than Barks at the Moons. <laughs> yeah, right. Then feel free to, to email it in. We'll read it out on the podcast. If uh, if you want to share the full prophecy of the black spider, then uh, also get in contact because I'm pretty sure that doesn't exist. If you've got a question you'd like to ask Kenneth or myself, then also please do contact us, www.badmoviecult.com on the contact page there. We are also on all of your podcast providers that you can... Uh, all good po- podcast providers, should I say. I don't know. I think we're probably on some bad ones. <laughs> we're on spotify we're on amazon we're on stitcher all those you'll find us just search bad movie cult if you would like to if possible please do leave us a review it helps people find the podcast bring new cult members to the cult um and with that all i have to say is thank you again for listening and we will see you next time leslie 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 you're hurt oh leslie leslie mama it's alive! 
Leslie. Leslie. Leslie, you're hurt. Mama. I like a good tip bunch.